Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I'm still smiling because I am still here with my friend, Miki Addison, my sister in Christ. I am loving this conversation with her. Um, I have been so encouraged every time I talk to her, the Lord uses her to just encourage my heart as a mom, as a wife, as a Christian woman of the Lord. Um, and I'm so thankful for her. So I hope you guys have been encouraged this week. If you've missed Monday's and Wednesday's episodes, go back and listen to those and then come back to this one. Um, Miki, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks so much, Yvette. It's great to be with you. Yeah, it, it is so much fun. I wish we were in the same room, but um, virtually we are in the same room, which yeah. is really exciting. I want to talk about your homeschool journey. Um, you were not homeschooled growing up, were you? No, not at all. Did you Did you go to public school or private school? Public school. I okay. went to public school um, throughout college. Yeah. Okay. And so you then decided to homeschool your kids. Obviously, you've got six kids. Mm -hmm. Talk about your decision to home educate them. Yeah. So that was not always our choice. In fact, we would have considered ourselves one of those people who thought, well, we're, we're going to raise missionary kids. My husband and I were missionaries. So we thought, oh, well, I mean, they're going to be salt and light, right. just like we were salt and light, you know? And, um, and in fact, we even started down that road. Our first attempt was to put our kids in um, private school, private Christian school. And we did that and that was fine. And then the, it was time for the next one, um, the second born to be in school. And so we thought, well, we'll put her in private Christian school. And then the private Christian school goes, we don't have a space for her. So we're like, wait a minute, what do you mean? Like we, that's a formality, right? Like you're not gonna make us separate our kids. And they're like, no, we literally do not have a seat. Like we don't have a space for her. Um, so we can't enroll her. And so I was, I was like, okay, this is crazy. So I've got a kid in a private school and then I've got a kid in kindergarten in a public school. They're at two different ends. Well, they're actually, it's two different towns. Wow. Um, they're close by the towns are, but they're at two different ends in different towns anyway. Yeah. So I do that for a semester and then I'm thinking next semester, they're going to say, okay, you know, we've got a space. <laughs> they added a chair. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, just put her against the wall. It's, it's fine. Really just do something. And they don't. And so, um, we took out the kid that was in private school. We put them both in the local public school and we told ourselves all of the things that, um, moms and dads often tell themselves, we live in a Christian community. It's a mm -hmm. small Christian community. All the teachers are Christians. We know them. Um, they're all godly and it'll be fine. And, and then they started coming home and we started to realize that what we were doing was spending, um, the rest of the evening erasing things that had been written on the tablet of their heart. Mm. And then we realized also that I was reteaching them while trying to make dinner. Um, there are certain things that I'd say, no, you're not going to do that assignment. Um, because that's not how I want you to learn to read. 
Um, our kids were being taught to speed read where they wanted me to uh, set a timer and then tell the kid to read. And I'm supposed to mark off the words that they miss or things that they flub um, while the timer's going. And the kid's supposed to somehow not pay attention to that. And, and so um, I refused to do it. And, and I, I remember telling one of the girls, the, the girls were the only two who ever went to any form of um, education outside of our home. And um, I remember telling the girls, you tell your teacher that your mom didn't allow you to do this assignment. <laughs> You know, and, and she was like, oh, I can't do that. And I'm like, oh, you know what? You're right. I'm going to write a note. <laughs> Raya did not do this. <laughs> because I told her not to. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I don't want you to read for speed. I want you to read for comprehension. Yeah. I don't care if it takes you six days. I just want you to know what you've read. I want you to be able to think about what you're reading. And so um, all of this, the Lord was using, though, to tell us yeah. that I, I've called you to do something. You know, we were kind of resisting, like, ah, we don't want to do that. Um, but anyway, um, did her teacher story. respond to your note? Oh yeah, no, they were fine. Like I was, I was very familiar at their school. Okay. <laughs> I I was, I was very familiar. Like I, I, I wasn't, I wanted it to be clear. It's so interesting. And again, the Lord uses all of this. Yeah. I wanted it to be clear that I'm entrusting my child to you for this period of time. I am not giving up parental rights. Mm -hmm. Like, I, and so I still had this, this like feel of, no, this is my child. Like right. you don't own her, you know? And so all of that though, but still kind of like, but I'm not going to homeschool, right. but I'm not, but, but I'm not going <laughs> to homeschool. I remember going down to the school, they were teaching common core math. And I remember saying, this is the way you do it. This is right. And she said, no, my teacher says, I can't do it that way. Even if I get the right answer, it's wrong. Yeah. And, and I'm like, if you get the right answer, it's right. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> so I go down to the school and I sit in this little chair, this little blue, you know, first grade chair where I'm like, why am I here in a first grade chair to learn to teach math to a first grader? Right. Like, why am I, why am I doing this? What, what are you guys doing? And the teacher said to me, who by the way, was a Christian, I knew to be a true believer said to me after the class was dismissed, cause there were other parents there. She said, we hate this, hmm. but we have no choice. Yeah, right. Because we have to teach what is handed to us. Yeah. We hate it. And so um, my final straw was um, my my second daughter uh, was going into second grade. And they said, we're going to put her in a special needs class because we think that there's some, you know, developmental delays. And I was like, you're kidding. <laughs> And she goes, no, this is going to be really good. I think she's going to really excel, but we just need to, you know, and I, and I go, there's nothing wrong with her. Like yeah. we're not, we're not, no, we're not doing that. Right. And, and sure enough, we, we just were like, you know what, this is the final straw. We've been resisting the Lord. We'd been feeling this tug, this pull, but there were so many different pieces that needed to fall into place for us to know that this is what the Lord is calling us to do. Well, let me rephrase that. The Lord was calling us to trust him. Mm -hmm. So we made that decision first. And then we said, Lord, if what you have called us to do, as far as I'm concerned uh, for work, if that's really your call, then I'll be able to do both. But if I can't do both, the kids are here clearly. So I don't have to guess at whether or not that's what you've called me to do. And everything worked out. And I'm shortening the story in the interest of time, but everything worked out. We bring the girls home. Our son, kid number three, um, has been educated at home from the beginning, started reading when he was three. 
But one thing very interesting about our second child who is dyslexic, um, she said to me, she goes, I never knew that I was smart after mm. we started educating her at home. She said, I always thought that was something. So she excels at math and science. So with dyslexia, it's a little bit difficult for her with reading, right? Like so the sometimes the words and the letters move. And so right. she's got to reintroduce herself to these words every time she sees them. But homeschooling, she's able to learn at her pace and not feel pressure. But with math, I mean, she just excels. And she didn't know that she excelled because she was kind of tracked. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, if you're struggling in this area, then everything at this level right. must just be difficult for you. Well, that's not true. And so with math, she really goes, she rises to the occasion, goes above and beyond. And so anyway, all of that. Um, but the main reason that we decided to homeschool was that we felt like we were having to counter a lot of what was being written on their hearts every yeah. single day. Um, we saw them maturing uh, faster than we thought they should have matured, mm. you know, coming home. And it's simple things, you know, sure. your daughters who are seven and eight, you know, coming home and talking about their peers who have boyfriends and things right. like that. And we're like, where is this coming from? This is, this is ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And so anyway, and there was another instance that I will just, I'll just kind of leave out, but where our daughter um, came home and told us about a question she was asked by a peer. And I think that this is something that parents don't think about a lot, the peer to peer influence yeah. that, um, is present right. on a school campus. And, um, and, and so we were just like enough, enough of this. Like we're, we're not going to, um, we're not going to fight with the culture to raise our kids. You know, there are so many um, moms who will say to me, um, I could never homeschool my kids because they say, um, I could never be home with my kids yeah. all day long. I would lose my mind. And I go, you know, it's not your kid that you have a hard time being around. It's the kids that your kids imitate right. that you have a hard time being around. Right. It's the right. kids that they bring home that you have a hard time being around. Now, look, don't get me wrong. Sometimes our kids will really push our buttons yeah. and they come by that naturally. But it is uh, compounded when, you know, they are around other kids and they're influenced by those kids. Yeah, absolutely. I've answered that question many times before and said, you know, it's because you're not the one raising them. When we have our kids with us, we are the ones who are raising them with our standards and, and our expectations and really the expectations of what God's word says. And we're teaching them from a biblical worldview. And we end up liking our kids a whole lot That's more right. than when someone else is raising them for us. And, and when I say raising them, you're right. It's oftentimes their peers who are helping to raise them as well. You know, it's one immature child teaching another immature child how to succeed in life. <laughs> what in the <laughs> world? It right. doesn't work. It doesn't. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Miki. Um, before the break, we we're talking about homeschooling and, and how you got into homeschooling your kids. And I think your story is so familiar to so many people. You know, it, it's so interesting as we talk to people all over 
the nation, all over the world, really, and, and learn the different stories. And so many of our stories are similar mm-hmm. to one another. Um, how have you seen a difference in your kids since bringing them home? Wow, I think to say it simply, we've been able to shape their hearts with the word of God. We've we've seen the difference in what it looks like for a kid to be in the world and yet not of it. There is a mm. difference. There's a yeah. there's a look, you know. Um, anyways, but in addition to that, even as homeschooling parents, I find it so important for us to recalibrate to make sure that we have not made academics or even the fact that we are um, educating at home sort of like the end. Like Mm -hmm. that's not the end, right? Um, That is a means, that is something that happens in the meantime, but the end, the chief end is the Lord, right? Like we are um, living for the glory of God. And so one of the things that we're really impressing on our kids right now is the hope that we have for the return of Jesus Christ. And that for those of us who are in Christ, that we're going to be with him eternally. And mm. part of that reward, there is the reward of being with the Lord, but also the reward of once and for all, finally being rid of sin, being rid of these things that we battle. And we teach them even now, um, it may be difficult for us to make decisions, to say no, um, to be peculiar. Sometimes that's really difficult for a kid to be different. Yeah. They are at an age where they kind of all want to fit in, whether they admit that or not. Um, it's just sort of human nature. But what we've tried to do is encourage them in the hope that we have in the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he's worthy, that we can be different as we await his return. And I would just encourage all homeschooling, home educating parents to keep the gospel front and center. Never let that be stale or the afterthought of what you're doing at your or in your home. Yeah. Oh, amen. I couldn't have said it better. It's so interesting because we have often been asked, especially in the last, uh, you know, several months and with the movie having just come out where we see homeschooling today, like why is it different today than it was, you know, even five years ago. And it is very different today in a lot of ways, especially because of COVID. We have so many, you know, what, what people now refer to as COVID homeschoolers. And it's so exciting to see these parents bringing their kids home. Yes. And whatever the Lord has used in their life to get these kids home, parents are now waking up and they're going, oh, this is a better way. And I do have the opportunity to teach my kids and point them to Christ. Amen. All hours of the day. You know, there are always opportunities. I mean, I so often think of the opportunities we would be missing if they were away from us yes. for, you know, 30 or 40 hours a week. I mean, yes. it, 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 it blows my mind because there's always a chance to talk to them about Christ. There's always a way to lead them to Jesus and to the cross and for them to see their desperate need for a savior and for us oh, to amen. see that, you know, it's hard to homeschool, but again, we get to rely on the Lord. We get to hang on to his promises that he gives us in his word, mm-hmm. that he is going to complete this work in us. He's going to complete this work in our kids. Amen. And it's all about, like you said, it's all about eternity. That's yeah. where it all points to. There's yeah. only one goal, right? Yeah. Amen. I, we don't I have to wonder. You, you don't have to wonder. You don't have to wonder. Yeah. Uh, you just referred to Philippians 1, 6, that we can be confident that he who began this good work Amen. in us is going to see it to the day of Christ Jesus. And 
in that we hope, and there's no shame in that. There's no right. shame in that hope. <laughs> right, right. Amen. And you know what? We're going to mess it up because yeah. we're sinful people yeah. and we're going to have the day that, you know, we yell at our kids and we're going to have the day where we get frustrated and, you know, yeah. we, we just want to, you know, storm out the door and, and give it all up <laughs> and put our kids on that school bus because we are human and we are sinful. But man, there's so much restoration in the Lord. There's so much grace given by God when we're obedient to what he's called us to do. And Amen. there is truly no greater joy. You know, you think of third uh, John one, four, it says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in truth. Amen. That's what it's all about. There's literally nothing else. I want more for my children than for them to walk in truth Amen. and to come face to face with their savior. Yes. And for him to say, welcome. Yeah. Amen. That's it. That's it. Amen. That, that's the goal. That's yes. the goal in our parenting. Yes. Lead amen. Jesus. Amen. And how freeing is that for so many of us, right? Yeah. Um, because we're told that it's, yeah, it's that, but then the other stuff, you know what I mean? Right. And, and we're often comparing ourselves based on those things, but not stopping to think about the spiritual impact that us having our kids home uh, has on them. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, such a blessing. So, wow. Mickey, it has been such a joy to have you with me this week. Thank you so much for your wisdom and encouragement for bringing God's word to light again and um, just sharing the truth of God um, with us. So you are an absolute blessing. I know we've ended the last two like this, but again, in case people missed it in the last two episodes, tell us where we can find out more about Miki Addison and all that God is doing with you. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for having me, Yvette. I love talking with you. You are such an encouragement. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like that's just, that's not a nicety. That is the truth. Thank you so much. Um, But yeah, my husband and I host a daily radio program, um, two to three central time on American Family Radio Network. It's called Airing the Addisons. And people can learn more about that by going to AFR.net. I love it. It's a great show. You guys must listen to it. We got to be on the show a few weeks ago. I don't remember exactly what the date was, um, but it was really fun getting to jump on air with you. You know, it's really funny because when you jump on a live show, you kind of have to just wait and then you hear the, you know, music in the background and, you know, whatever you guys are talking about. And then all of a sudden you're just on (laughs) and it's live and you're like, oh, here we are. And I hope this goes well because there's no editing. So (laughs) it it is fun and risky to do live. Have you ever had anything super crazy happen while recording live? Oh yeah. It's, it's the fits of coughing that you can't go back and get out. Like in live radio happens to me a lot. And, And I, now one of the blessings is I can say to Will the Great, okay, I just can't, I can't, I need you to talk, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's that I've had, um, because I also, I broadcast from home. Uh-huh. So I've had a baby walk into the the studio office where all the equipment is and I'm live. And right. so I'm like, what, what can I do? I've, <laughs> I've had that. I've had a baby cry out. I've, I've, I've had, we have our kids on with us from time to time. I've had my son not know that we weren't clear and just start talking like, you know, we're going to break we're not there yet. Right. <laughs> all of that, all of that. It's fun. So you, it is kind of like a reality show. Yeah. yeah, it's real. <laughs> You know, I love it though. I, I, yeah. I, this is so silly, but sometimes I enjoy watching, um, YouTube videos of like news bloopers. Yeah. 
because they're so stinking funny because they <laughs> they're just caught off guard they're live right. on the news and all of a sudden you know somebody walks in front of a screen or you know something crazy happens and they're always yeah. like oh so yeah it's seen, i know we gotta go but have you seen the one where the guy is interviewing and his baby just oh, yeah. his children come walking in yes <laughs> it is hysterically funny so funny. It, I cannot watch that without laughing because yes. it's so, so funny. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to that video maybe in the show notes um, so if, if Garrett wants to put it in there because it is a really, really funny video. And his wife <laughs> comes she's running in and she's trying to grab oh the kids and pull goodness. them out. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, the joys of recording. Anyway, thank you again, Miki. Thank you guys for joining us this week. Um, we love praying for you, by the way. If you guys have prayer requests, if there's anything we can do to serve you or pray for you or encourage you, please send us an email, podcast at schoolhouserocked.com. I'm just going to tell you, if you try to message me on Facebook, I am not going to see it. I am rarely on there and I just won't see it. So sometimes people message me that way. And then I feel bad because like three months later, I'll see their message and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I actually never did see this message. Um, so send us an email, podcast at schoolhouserock.com. Let us know how we can encourage you and bless you. Have a great rest of your day. We will be back with you next week with another fantastic guest. Bye. Every year, parents just like you are discovering Classical Conversations, a vibrant, supportive Christian homeschooling program that's been equipping parents since 1997 with the resources, tools, guidance, and encouragement they need to homeschool their children with confidence and prepare them for a lifetime of success. Visit our website at classicalconversations.com to find a nearby community and learn more about homeschooling the Classical Conversations way. Classical Conversations, Christian homeschooling simplified.